Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Today we are looking at Colossians 3 verse 2. This is following up with Paul calling all Christians to seek the things above, to desire or set your hearts on those things where Christ is. Now he keeps going similarly in verse 2, so let me read it. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Your mind is a battleground in your Christian life. The thousands of things that run through our minds day in and day out, they're not meaningless. They're not harmless or helpless. Those thoughts matter. Your mind matters. So much so that Paul addresses it here in this intro section to all of chapter 3. And all of chapter 3 is about Christian living, how we live in light of the gospel. And before he gets there, he speaks of the importance of the mind. One thing that is important here to note is that we should recognize a similar formula in verse 1 and verse 2, both in the action that Paul is calling us to do, but also the specific call to focus on the above. So in the ESV, it's worded a little different, so it's harder to tell, but other translations kind of keep them more parallel. So verse one could say, set your desires or set your heart on things above. Verse two then says, set your minds on things above. Now, I love that Paul uses both of these, and he's not using these as a parallel to say they're the same thing. I think he's saying two different things here, that the mind and the heart both matter. And I love that because we can have a tendency as Bible readers to take one verse and build a whole theology around it. For instance, when we talk about what is important in our spiritual formation, we may try to segment a part of our wholeness into one part and say that's all that matters. So here's what I mean. Uh, We could look at certain passages and say, God only cares about the heart. You know, in Isaiah 29, he rebukes people saying, you worship me with your actions, I want your heart. Jesus says, blessed are the pure in heart. So we could build these whole theologies around really all God cares about is our heart. But then we may look at other passages And you could think that really all God cares about is your body or the physical or your behavior. Look at much of the Old Testament law. The cultural system that was built is around things like the body, food, certain actions. It seems like God mostly cares about physical or behavioral issues. Or in 1 Timothy 3, Paul says the whole purpose of his letter was to teach people how to behave in the church. James writes a whole letter to Christians on wise actions and behavior. So you could take some of those and say, well, God just cares about our external. Or yet again, you may look at other passages and think, well, God really just cares about the mind. That's what is formative. Because in Joshua 1, it says that we are to meditate on the word of God. Think about it. Chew on it mentally. Consider it. 
Romans 12 says we need to be transformed. How? By the renewal of our mind. And here in Colossians 3.2, it says that we are to walk in our union with Christ, so set our minds on the things that are above. So I partially say all of that to encourage you, don't get swept up into hyperbole. Like, especially when it comes to what God cares about. He does want your heart. And he does want you to live a righteous, wise life in this world. And he does want you to use your mind. You are a whole person, and God wants all of you. So, with that being said, verse 1 says, set your hearts there, seek those things. But here, what does it mean then that we are to set our minds on the things above? Well, most simply, I think this is acknowledging our thought life matters and that we need to consciously think of the things of Christ. I think he's saying our minds, our thought life, we need to be intentional with them, just like you need to be intentional with your heart. In verse 1, we said, let our hearts be in line with Christ. So too here, he is encouraging us to be diligent about placing our mind on the things of Christ. I think most of us can have pretty recent examples about the dangers of letting your mind wander. Could be in regard to lust and sexual temptation. Could be in regard to comparing ourselves with others. Could be in regard to coveting bigger and better and nicer things, houses, cars, lifestyles. Look, if we are not diligent about our minds, our thought life will begin to shape us. What you let your mind meditate on consistently will begin to shape the things you desire. So it's not just that we need our hearts to line up with Christ. We need to actively put our thought life in line with Christ, which I think begs the question, how do we do that? Right? If Paul tells us, set your minds, how do we do that? Let me give you three thoughts around vision, content, and frequency. Okay, so first, the vision of this. If we're looking at the broadest question of what should we be setting our minds to, Paul actually gives us some guidance in the letter to the Philippians. This is the vision for what we should be thinking about. Look at Philippians 4 verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I think we could memorize this verse. When our mind wanders to things that are not true, pure, lovely, worthy of praise, fight letting your mind sit in those thoughts. What a beautiful vision for our minds and setting them on the things that are true and honorable, just, and so forth. Let us memorize that. Let us get that vision that we are to think about those things. Now, second, and this one's a little bit more practically active when we think of content. If that's the vision of where we set our minds, here's two suggestions on what to do for content. Read and listen. Read good books. And I know some people might say, well, I'm not a reader. Look, if you want to set your mind on Christ, 
it would be very advantageous for you to read. Pick up good books on the reality of Christ and let your mind be challenged and your thought life shaped. If we want to set our minds on Christ, we got to read, we got to intake good things, not only biblically, but other good books that help us. But also in regard to content, I would say listen. Obviously, I think it's great that you're listening to this. These are 10 minutes of your day that you're putting your mind on Christ. And I think it's important for us not to be lazy about the music, podcasts, TV shows, video clips that we let our mind hear. We need to be intentional, be diligent. Friends, if you want to do this, to set your minds on Christ, we have to listen to good content so our mind is pushed to Christ. Okay, now final encouragement. That's the vision. Those are the ways we get content in. Final encouragement is the frequency. We need to ruthlessly, intentionally put our mind on Christ multiple times a day. Let me just, by way of example, here's some things that I do. I have a number of different times in the day where I'm trying to set my mind on Christ. First thing, right when I wake up in the morning, I'm trying to pray immediately. It's become kind of second nature that I kind of my brain turns on a little bit and I'm praying. I'm talking to God. I'm setting my mind above. Then a little bit later in the morning, I'm, I'm reading my Bible and I'm praying. I'm, I'm getting the word of God into me and I'm, I'm asking him to help me in this day. Then later around noon or so, I'm going to try to stop for a few minutes to read and to pray once again to get my mind above, to get my eyes on the things of Christ. Later in the afternoon, I usually will try, I don't do this great, but I try to read something that's helpful, something good, even if it's for 10 minutes. It's again, putting my mind on Christ. As I drive home or as I get ready to go into the house, I pray and I get my mind on Christ and what I'm called to be as a husband and a father. At night with my kids, I I try to read and pray and sing to them to get my mind there and to help them get their mind there. And before bed, as I'm laying down, if I don't fall immediately to sleep, I try to fall asleep just praying and talking to God about my day. Now, I know that can sound intense, that can sound overwhelming or a lot, but if I don't intentionally put my mind there, I have no shot. My mind is a battleground. I have to be intentional. There's a war going on for me to set my mind on the things of Christ. I have to be active in that. So we set our minds there. We get the vision of whatever is true, pure, honorable, lovely, excellent, worthy of praise. We get books and things that we put into our minds through listening or videos that we can actually digest that's helpful, and we are ruthlessly intentional about multiple times a day, getting our minds on Christ. Because when we set our minds on Christ, it will help our hearts and our lives to follow. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.